0: Welcome to the Swim Strong Dryland Podcast. We are dedicated to inspiring and educating the swimming world. Our podcast highlights the work, character, and achievements in and around the Swim Strong community. All right, everybody, we are here with Izzy Bew, which I'm really excited about. Uh, Talking with her, you guys are going to hear some pretty inspiring stuff from her and her journey. But first, Izzy, we got to jump into our rapid fire questions. Are you ready? Yes. All right, let's do it. First question. What's the best Halloween costume you ever pulled off?
1: Uh, probably Power Ranger. That's a pretty pretty, pretty good one from me.
0: Which color Power Ranger were you? Pink. Okay, awesome. How about favorite cartoon character?
1: Um, I'd say Olaf because he uh, reminds <laughs> me of my youngest brother.
0: <laughs> there you go. Shout out to your brother. How about a hidden talent that you have that a lot of people might not know?
1: Um, I don't know if it's so hidden, but, um, I'm like super double jointed. So
0: it's a good thing to have as a swimmer athlete. (laughs) Yeah. How about your favorite swim meet food? Go to,
1: uh, fruit snacks. I'm a big fruit snack fan.
0: Do you have a preferred fruit snack brand?
1: Uh, Mott's, because that's Mm. typically what our coaches buy. So
0: (laughs) (laughs) those are tasty. How about a celebrity you'd love to meet?
1: Um, I don't, I don't know if he's a celebrity, but more of a motivational speaker. Like I'd love to meet David Goggins. I think he's awesome and the stuff he's kind of overcome is is so awesome.
0: Incredible story. I'd love to meet that guy too. How about your favorite pool to swim at?
1: Ooh, that's a hard question. I feel like I love swimming outside, but it's definitely like a challenge on the back show. So... (laughs) I think I have to go with the NAT in uh, IUPY.
0: That's a good one. That is a good one. And last but not least, what is your favorite part of Swim Strong Dryland?
1: Um, I definitely say the community. I think like the accountability partners are really cool, and like that relationship has been something that I've kind of developed over the past uh, year, year and a half now. Um, and also kind of the success that it's that has brought me and the su- success it's um. That's attracted other people to Swim Strong Island.
0: That's awesome. The community is incredible, and you are a part of that community, and we're super thankful yes. for you. Blessed to have you. Um, and the reason that you're on here is because your journey has been wicked inspiring. The things that you've done over the last couple of years have been amazing. Watching your um, journey and you rise up the national rankings on Swim Cloud and being a um, perennial all star. Uh, so to speak, um, that Georgia is going to be getting your class of 2025. Uh, They are very lucky to have you um, in about a year and a half. Um, But could you talk before we get into some of those things, um, can you talk a little bit about your swim journey, how it began? I love hearing the beginnings of every swim athlete and what got you into the sport in the first place. Yeah, I mean,
1: I think it kind of started when we moved into a house with a pool and, and and. Kind of like that survival instinct, the safety side of things was uh was big for my parents, but I fell in love with the sport from there and was pretty bad at soccer, so uh this <laughs> this swimming really stuck and like I uh, made so many friendships that um uh, I I just love being at the pool.
0: That's awesome. And can you recall a time like where? something clicked to where you were like oh I I'm pretty good at this sport because you are really good so when, <clears throat> when were you when did when did you start to realize that
1: um I think like I actually kind of realized it uh, a couple months before COVID like doing private lef- lessons with my coach and sa- and like him saying like this is where I think you could be at the end of the season like and started like started being real for me that like I could compete with those top kids
0: mm, that's awesome Yeah, and that's an interesting time, too, for it to click because right before the world kind of shut down. So (laughs) how did you – go ahead, go ahead.
1: I mean, yeah, it was definitely an interesting time, but I think, like, I was lucky because we had a lot of friends with pools, and, like, our coaches would kind of come and, like, coach us in this tiny pool and you like wear stretch cords to get the most out of the like (laughs) 10 yard distance that we had but yeah
0: it's a wild time to even think back on and remember but the yeah I mean the things that um some people did to really find new levels and continue to go forward you really saw your passion for this sport come out at that point how disciplined are you willing to be when it you know all the normal advantages that you have and the things we used to take for granted have been taken from us and um would you say just from that it's always interesting to hear coming out of that do you feel like your passion for the sport grew or do you feel like that was a really mentally tough time that was more of a it was a tough time then but it was a great learning experience and now looking back um it's been beneficial for me how do you typically like view that
1: um, I definitely think it was tough in the moment, but I honestly think like that's like contributed to how much I love swimming and like thinking back on that, I like missed it so much that like, I thought about it and I was like, I never want to miss a day of this because you only get so many.
0: That's awesome. That's a great mindset. You know, you, t- you appreciate time a lot more. You appreciate things a lot more once they've been taken and and sometimes, as odd as it might sound, you know, that something like that can be a gift to us um, because our passion and gratitude can soar. And um, this is something I really want to dive into with you. So you've had a meteoric rise over the last couple of years in your swimming career, which has just been really inspiring to see. But but the main reason that I am excited to have you on here and for people to listen from you, listen to you is because you've really dove into the leadership and team culture aspect of the sport that so many people miss. Um, I'm wondering if you could share what are some of the things that you've done that uh, outside the pool that you brought to the pool that maybe are a little unique um, that, that maybe people don't know too much about?
1: Yeah, I mean, I think like that kind of the leadership so- side of things started for me when I uh, met this met this guy who did this, this leadership program through our athletic department. And he kind of was teaching two kids from every, every sport at the school, like what it, what it meant to be a leader and how to like inspire success on, on individual teams. And I think like his words really uh, stuck to me in the sense that like, if I wanted to make a positive impact, it was on me. And like, I, I, it was on me first to inspire this, like changing the pronoun pronoun from it being only me to it being we like we mm. do this all together and like even though it's such a individual sport like it it really does take a team to get you through those hard times
0: yeah and how have you practically done that so i think a lot of people can listen to motivational videos can educate themselves around that topic where a lot of people which a lot of people don't even do that but the people who do where a lot of people fall short of making an impact is they don't apply it. So what are some things that maybe you've done to try and apply that as a swim athlete, as a part of a greater team?
1: Yeah. I mean, I think communication is the biggest piece of it and like just being able to talk through and like be vulnerable with your teammates is such a big thing. And like building that trust, building that relationship, like, so this season we really started bringing in more opportunities outside of the water. Cause you obviously, can't really talk when you're in the water but yeah like we started doing like this special dryland thursday afternoon that's um specifically ran by the athletes and we kind of decide and like we make these like awesome relay teams and we compete we compete we yell at each other but it's it's all it's all love and we all got to we all got to have these like circle like we would sit in a circle at the end of it and and say like one thing that we're proud of each other for and one thing that uh, each of us needs to do better to help each other out
0: that's really cool taking the time to do something like that how have you seen that time just expressing gratitude or expressing ways in which you want to want help or to be pushed how have you seen that make an impact on the team bonds and the team success
1: yeah. I mean, I definitely think at the beginning, it was hard to convince our coach that like, this was time worth being invested in. Like uh, a lot of coaches are all about that grind and like getting mm-hmm. in the, getting in the yards, but uh, just seeing, just seeing your teammates know your goals is something that's so cool. Cause they are so excited for you when you reach them and you're so excited for them when they reach theirs. Cause you kind of see that every day and see, And you're, and you know that you're giving them what they need to be successful.
0: Mm -hmm. Well, shout out to your coach for allowing you guys to do that. Cause I do think (laughs) a lot of people get stuck in the mindset of like, ah, we got to get all this stuff done, but they never take the time to really focus on the culture and the people who make everything happen, which is the most important thing. And like, yeah, connection, connecting with people and having like an actual bond with your teammates and your coaches and, uh, having a family atmosphere on the team, you can do yeah. way more than you could ever imagine if you are doing that. So I think it's incredible that you're leading the charge on that. Well, for all the athletes out there who are like, "Hey, that'd be cool to start something like that." I'm. Um, what was what type of resistance did you face, whether from even teammates or coaches, parents, like any type of resistance that you had to overcome? Because I'm sure it wasn't just like, "Oh, I have this idea, this great idea," and. Let me implement it. And, and it's just gone so smoothly. You know, anytime you try to make a change that's different, I'm sure people will resist or make fun of or whatever. Um, and to be a leader, you have to be willing to endure that. What, what is, what did that look like for you? And what advice would you have for anyone trying to do that?
1: Um I definitely did go through the resistance phase. I mean, I kind of started this journey as an underclassman and I think like the upperclassmen were not uh big fans of that. Like they were like this is my team I want to be in charge my senior year, but um it really started like Uh, Getting into it when I had those deep conversations with my coach about what I thought we could do and like what the impact would be. And I think like that's the best place to start because he ultimately has control over where we spend our time and kind of um, those things that we're preaching to our team. So um, it kind of started with that and I didn't have the best relationship with him. At the beginning, but having those like hard conversations and saying, like, this is something that I think we need to invest in to be uh, more successful at the level that we want to compete at. I think uh, that's what that's what really allowed me to kind of like find my groove and be able to um, have him kind of agree that this was worth it.
0: Yeah. That's super cool. Again, props to you for leading the charge on that. Props to your coach for, you know, um, being willing to hear different things and to try something different. Um, and honestly, like you guys, the athletes um, should have a say in, in what's going on. Um, right. at the team culture, cause you guys are the ones who drive it. You know, there's a big difference between, we talk about an athlete driven culture all the time with swim strong. If you have a culture, where it's just the coaches who try to get you to work hard, just the coaches who hold you accountable, just the coaches who try to get you to cheer for each other and care about each other. Ah, man, that's a terrible, miserable team to be a part of. (laughs) And it's just like, it's not fun. And it's not, um, it's not one that's going to be very successful. But when people like you and your teammates are taking it upon yourselves to care for each other, to hold each other accountable, to pick each other up when you're down, to encourage each other like that, that's a team not only that has strong bonds and it's fun to be a part of, but happy swimmers and swimmers are having fun are also fast swimmers.
1: Right. Uh, right. And
0: they get it in together. And so I think people really miss that and don't realize how powerful that is. But anytime you love something, you're going to want to be great at it versus when you're just going through the motions. Um, Another thing I think that might keep people from trying to do stuff like that, other than the fear of pushback, which you you know just have to expect as a leader anytime you're trying to make change yeah. or lead there's going to be pushback but um so you have to have persistence but i also think sometimes people misunderstand like people oftentimes think well how is this going to benefit me like i'm I'm just serving others um right but i strongly believe that it helps you grow as a person too how have you seen you stepping out of your comfort zone and being invested in other people's lives has made an impact on others, but also on you personally?
1: Yeah, I mean, I think the biggest thing that kind of being a leader brings you is that, that empathy, like, the trait of being able to put yourself in someone else's shoes and kind of understand where they're coming from. And, like, I think um, that trait, um, especially on the hard days, is really important. Like, you see a teammate that's not having the best day, like, being able to be there with them and tell them what they – what they need to hear sometimes more than what they want to hear is an important thing to not only get them where they want to be, but also to, um, to help you kind of grow as a person and say like, I was there when they needed me to be there for them.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. And the reward you get from being invested in other people's lives. I think people really don't understand how much, like there's so much more joy being invested with other people than just yourself
1: yeah Um, and it's it's not it's not fun to be jealous all the time it's really fun when you can see you can have the joy when you're swimming fast and when your teammates are swimming fast it's definitely a two-way street there
0: yeah that (laughs) i I do think that's something people miss a lot they like end up focusing on uh comparing themselves to others being jealous that they're not where somebody else is instead of like cheering and like being genuinely happy and like that doesn't do anything good for anyone. It doesn't do anything good for them. And it certainly isn't good for you because you're just feeling terrible. So,
1: yeah, I mean, and like, there's nothing, you're not losing anything by cheering for someone else. Like you're more than capable of getting to where they are or they're more than capable of getting to where you are. It's, it's not, it's not a limited success kind of, kind of story.
0: That's so true. Yeah. Nothing is being taken from you when somebody else does well. Like it doesn't cost you anything (laughs) to cheer for somebody else. Yeah. So that's awesome. And I think this is something that a lot of people would experience so much more success if they had that mindset. Um, So I think that's the foundation of your success is that you are very much a leader. You're very much others oriented um, high character individual that you just know is going to, and you're not perfect, but you're going to try to do the right things and you're going to own it when you screw up on something and try to get better. And, um, so I, I really hope people listening, um, are challenged by that and think, what is one practical thing I can do to really start leading and go out of my comfort zone to care for others and and grow in that area.
1: I mean, sometimes too, like, it's not all about what you say. Like even just body language is important and like being on the wall, like just like being able to talk to other people instead of being off in your own world is, is a big thing
0: for sure. For sure. Yeah. There's a lot of ways to lead and let's talk a little bit about your training. So how did you go from, so you have this foundation of your character um, and your mindset and leadership skills, but, um, you know, a lot of people want to be like, "Hey, I want to be a top 50 in the country swimmer too." Um, yeah, but I don't know if actually people really do because they don't know what it takes to get there. Give people some insight into the life of Izzy the last couple of years. Like, what does your routine looked like with swim, with Swim Strong, dryland, with um, anything around nutrition, sleep, leader? Like, what what does your day to day look like, and how is it unique from, you know, maybe the typical person?
1: Yeah, I mean, i definitely say it's a challenge. Like the mornings getting up at 4.45 is not for everyone. And <laughs> um, yeah, and sometimes we do things that are hard, like especially going into that 4 a.m. is definitely a challenge. <laughs> um, but I, I feel like embracing the challenge is an important, important piece of that. If you don't buy into your training, you're not getting anything out of it. So um, that's, that's been a big thing for me. And I think like, I'm very lucky in the sense that like I swim, I am, so I kind of get to train a lot of different things. And so I'm with a lot of different people throughout the week. So, uh, it kind of keeps me going the variation and things, but it's definitely, it's definitely a challenge, especially on uh, that, the Wednesday morning where it's like the middle of the week. So, so only halfway there. hmm
0: yeah and when you are in the midst of like hard training weeks where does your mind go like wednesday morning let's say and everybody's like okay here we go again um what what types of things do you tell yourself to get the most out of that
1: um i i think like recently i've been doing um a lot of reading on like there's this book called habits that make a champion and then i also read this book recently it's called stillness is the key and it's all about like uh, what you tell yourself is, uh, is how you're going to perform. So I, I always tell myself that like, I got this. And I'm I'm actually always the first one in the parking lot. So that that uh, those moments where I'm the only one in the parking lot, I just think about how many people aren't willing to do this every day. And like, what kind of sets me apart from my competition.
0: Mm, that's awesome. Yeah, arriving first is, uh, it gives you time to spend more time investing in your mindset too and getting ready for what's coming but also it's just a discipline that a lot of people don't have um so that's some unique insight into the discipline there and how about with the dryland training what's your experience been like so far with swim strong and and what does that look like you're on the small group teams that you're doing individually and and so what does that day-to-day look like um for you
1: Yeah, I mean, I'd say it's definitely different because it takes a level of, obviously, discipline that, like, you don't have anyone on you to make sure that you're doing it, and it's all about, like, what you want to get out of it. So, for me, I always kind of do it after school, so I'm kind of – I'm still tired from morning and then school, and then I still have afternoon to go to, but I just – turn on the music really loud and I, and I get it done. (laughs)
0: But
1: but yeah, like the, I, I see the benefits of doing it. So I, I'm really motivated to keep doing it.
0: That's awesome. Yeah. I think people confuse, um, just doing, going through the motions or doing workouts sometimes with like, like consistent discipline. Like there's a difference between, I think really motivation and discipline are two different things. Like people, Motivation's going to come and go you've mentioned several times now like hey i'm not always like really excited before i'm about to start this and sometimes i'm tired yeah. and sometimes i'm like do it but you're like hey i know what's on the other side and so what i'm hearing from you is consistency and discipline like you don't yeah make excuses for yourself and you know what you want and so you do what it takes to get there whether it's training your mind training in the water dry land training being a yeah. leader is that accurate would you say
1: yeah, I mean, I definitely think that's accurate. And I I have a place in my house where I like sticky note all my goals. So that's like a big thing, too, is that I see those all the time. And like, I think about ways that I'm going to what I'm going to do to get there. And this is a big piece of that. So
0: that's awesome. Um, and you were telling me a little bit earlier about um, you've gotten some of your teammates even doing Swim Strong. And yes, um, how did that how did that materialize?
1: Yeah, I mean, so I started doing it um, before then. So I've been doing it for about about a year now, um, and I've kind of I've seen I've seen the effects uh, benefit me a lot, and so have my coaches. And my coaches are. Uh, really curious to kind of learn more and they're steering some of my some of my teammates in that direction too as well as me because I think everyone could benefit from doing so strong um, but yeah like the biggest thing for us was like seeing that power off, off my start has been super cool because I was typically the last one off the block all the time and now I'm not so <laughs> uh, so he's like yeah like this the improvement that we've seen is crazy and to imagine like what we could get our sprinters doing like where for them it's like a matter of tenths of a second Mm. from going from 23 to 22 like that's magical and like them being excited about it me being excited for them to do it has been so cool
0: yeah that that is something that i definitely admire because it goes back to what you're saying like you found something that's been really great for you and instead of just being like hey i have this secret thing that I'm doing to be better than everybody else like let me tell my teammates about it too so we can get better together and challenge each other and um was that pretty easy for you after kind of the way that you think or um in terms of just like sharing that with everybody
1: um, I mean, I definitely think it's a little bit backwards because a lot of people like to keep things close to their chest sometimes. But um, for me, like, I've always liked to share what I'm doing to get better. And like, if that's going to make my teammates better, like great, like our relays are going to be fantastic. And <laughs> I, I get excited about that. So
0: yeah, yeah, that's awesome. And then everybody on your team, when they get better, that means your practices are better too, right? And people are more excited and they're seeing results. And then you guys all push each other and you find these levels that, you know, you couldn't have had before because you're all pushing each other and in this thing together. So Right. Um, the
1: co- the competition definitely excites me about it too like just just having people to race that practice is so much better like you can't go through the motions because if you want to get the, your hand on the wall first you're gonna have to fight for it
0: <laughs> that's true that's so true and you've obviously you mentioned like seeing your power improve in significant ways and your speed you've also improved all of your mid-distance and longer distance events too you've kind of really yes. like done it all um what would you say your favorite if you had to pick one your favorite event that you get to race if you're like man i get to race one event at the olympics one day this is the one i really want to do
1: uh, I feel like that's a challenging question. I think the event that most people would think I would say is two i m but I really liked the hundred fly recently like i've kinda I've kind of had a big stride in that event and kind of like finding my groove again, so I'm excited about the potential there and that's like one of the sprints that i uh can get out with the rest of the field with and not have to back back end my way through as much so <laughs>
0: Yeah, that's awesome, um, and I'm sure that is a ever changing thing. When you have such a versatile skill set like you, you may have in 2025, you may say a totally different event would be like your dream event to swim, like to race. Yeah. But um, but it's been very cool to see the progress there. Um, what are some of the what are some of the goals you have this coming year and going into trials year? Going into yeah. you got a year and a half before you go to college. What are what are some personal goals? You talked about having sticky notes in your um, in your room, what are some personal things that you're really excited about?
1: Um, I mean, I think, uh, the trials cut is always, is always a big goal of a lot of people. So, uh, that's definitely in there for me, but there's some other things too. So I'm like, uh, state records that I'm looking at and like, I'm going into my senior year of high school. This is my last opportunity at those. So, like the 2im state record looking at that one and then there's some other things too and like some big milestones like breaking still looking to break two minutes in the two fly and stuff like that and it's 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 ever-changing and i think mm-hmm. like what gets you there is ultimately those day-to-day goals where it's like hey like today i'm gonna breathe bilaterally. Bilaterally, when I Mm -hmm. swim freestyle no matter what no matter how tired I get I'm not gonna go into survival swimming here or or I'm gonna do one more rep than I think I can because this is what's gonna separate me from everyone else and I think that like The one more rep thing is really interesting because that's uh, what they do down at Georgia is uh, they always do one more rep. So uh, that's that's something that really sold me when I was down there on my visit. But because that's That's just aligned so well with what I try to do every day. So
0: that's awesome. Yeah. The day to day goals like the practice by practice goals that's that's awesome because a lot of people write down like big stuff they want cuts they want to do where they want to go to school that type of thing but then when it comes to like the attention to details on a day-to-day basis yeah people miss the process of actually getting to those bigger dream goals that you have and um so i'm excited to see you knock your goals out of the park i think it's some people are afraid to share what their goals are because they like don't want to say things out loud because oh what if i fail it's like who cares like who cares if you have these goals and you're willing to work for them, like no matter where you end up, you're going to be happy with the result because you did everything you could to get there. And then, um, but, uh, but yeah, you have with the mindset you have and the way that you work, um, I I don't doubt anything is possible for you, Izzy. And I'm excited to be a part of that journey. And, um, you mentioned, You mentioned Georgia and how you picked Georgia. Tell us a little bit about, give some uh, shout out to the, to the Bulldogs here. How did you end up picking them? Um, What was that process like for you as uh, you know, I'm sure a lot of people are in the midst of the recruiting process and trying to figure out their own way.
1: Right. I mean, I think uh, throughout the process, they were definitely one of my favorites even before I started talking to them just because uh, uh, their established success has been insane and, seven-time national champions is not something you can say about a lot of other programs and just the stuff that they're doing there is truly amazing and throughout the process like talking with the coaching staff and kind of learning what their philosophy was like i i definitely felt like that was a place where i would be most successful but i I do think that being on campus and meeting that team was something that uh, really sold it to me. And I was down there uh, with a close friend of mine, who's actually going to Georgia as well. And we, we had a blast there. And she, she came up to me in the middle of our trip and like started crying and she was like, this is where I have to be. And I was like, I agree with you. Like, this is amazing. Like the kind of stuff that they want to do is something that we want to do. And, And i'm so excited about it like that's awesome. i think about it all the time
0: (laughs) that's awesome (laughs) well georgia is definitely lucky to have you as well and um i have no doubt you're going to bring incredible things there to the team culture and the things that you'll do as an athlete um and a student will be um second to none i'm sure but um what so you found that and you're really excited for it um what advice would you give to someone if you could give advice to your younger self, like maybe thinking about a lot of times people get end up really stressed out in this process and, and, and I'm not a, not a huge fan of how quickly, um, you know, we're asking young kids to make a decision that'll change the rest of their life. So how did you, Take it one day at a time and yeah. make the decision that you felt comfortable with. Um, what advice would you give to people who have who are going through that now or even to your younger self um, knowing what you know now?
1: Yeah, I mean, the first day is definitely very overwhelming just because it's a lot of a lot of inbound. But um, <laughs> uh, I'd say to like take your time and really go through and think about like does this like kind of fit with what I want to do? And I think recruiting really starts with like asking yourself what your goals are or what your collegiate goals may look like and how you fit in somewhere. Like maybe you have certain preferences, like you'd like to stay this far away from home, like stuff like that. But I think um, really evaluating each school is important. And I kind of didn't do that as much as I should have and went went a little bit crazy and kind of, uh, spread myself a little bit too thin at the beginning. And I was like, ah, this is so stressful. Like at practice, the only thing I could think about was this. And that's not a good thing because they're (laughs) recruiting, they're recruiting you for what you do in the pool. So, um, making sure your focus is still there is really important. Um, But yeah, when I got, when I got a little bit stressed out there, I started going back to, I have, I worked um, in the summer as like a swim lesson instructor and like making sure that I still uh, did that was important because then I was like balancing my time that I had away from, away from practice with like the recruiting, but also I'd be like doing something that I love, which is teaching little kids how to swim. So that balance was really, really important for me. And I think like just making sure that like, you keep your your parents involved is also is also important my parents were pretty involved but I know some people some people try to do it all alone and like that ends up being more of a challenge than it would have been if you just keep your parents in the loop
0: yeah yeah no that's awesome advice um and last question I have for you is centered around do you have anybody um, in your life like personal relationships and you can h- however many come to mind that have been an inspiration to you in your swim journey people who have made a a big impact on you that you'd like to shout out uh right now
1: uh yeah well i feel like i have to start with swim strong and like the whole family here uh, i i think that uh what you guys are doing here is so awesome and inspiring especially to people in a situation like me where we don't have that uh that like team-wide dry land opportunity, but getting to do it uh, in a small group and kind of building friends on the pool deck has been really awesome. We're
0: We're super grateful.
1: Yeah. And then I, I feel like I have to shout out my high school team as well, just like giving me those opportunities to be a leader and also my high school coach for being a mentor to me and like really caring about me as a person over an athlete has, uh, been something that like, I haven't really noticed how important that is until, uh, kind of going into the challenges of high school, like balancing the academics and obviously the insane, uh, demands of athletics. So that's been, that's been really cool.
0: That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah, definitely. It's always important to have people in your corner, um, Um, who, who you can trust and who are really there for you no matter what. Um, And um, we're super blessed to have you. The feeling is very much mutual. Um, we love having you, Izzy, in our program and being a part of the SwimStrong family. And I know you bless uh, not only your accountability partner, but the entire small group team and the entire SwimStrong community. And I have no doubt that this podcast, people hearing a little bit more of your heart and your mindset will inspire people that you may never even get the opportunity to meet. Um, yeah. So we're just super grateful for you uh and all that you do and um we're gonna be cheering for you like crazy see you (laughs) on the pool deck at some meets i'm sure and yes um, rooting so hard for you but thanks so much for taking the time to be on here sharing your story and um but uh let's crush it the rest of this season all right
1: all right thank you so much
0: you got it Thank you for listening to the Swim Strong Dryland Podcast. If you'd like to be a part of the Swim Strong Dryland family, you can reach out to us via email or social media. You can also follow Swim Strong Dryland on YouTube and TikTok for more educational content.